Hi, I'm Amy Tian Yi Zhao, a Chinese living in America, and I'm Meg, an American who married into a Chinese family. We're the host of the Spark, a podcast that explores what it means to traverse between cultures, interrupt barriers, and create connections. 大家好，我们是火花电台，一档致力于打破文化边界，偶尔以中英双语录制的播客节目。欢迎你和我们一起。用对话启迪思想，用好奇点亮可能。Hey everyone, we're back. It's a new year, but same us. Some of you have asked us questions like, "What's going on with the Spark?" or "Are you still doing it?" And the answer is, in all capital letters, yes, of course we are. We just need to take a little break to gather ourselves after working. Hard to bring all the conversations with the many guests we had in 2021 to your ears. So the question we want to ask you is: Are you ready for more? Before we open up the conversation with some new guests, we wanted to kick off this season in our three-year podiversary, how we started it all in the first place, just the two of us. So, with that, hey Amy, how are you?、Uh, I'm great. <laughs> The last post I posted was Happy Two Year Anniversary, and as we are stepping into 2022, I'm glad that both of us are on the same boat. That we are definitely going to carry it on. And so, in short, I'm great. I'm feeling very energetic. Could be a little bit more energetic because I just got out of work, but I. But I'm really, really excited that we are sitting here today reporting. It's great to be back. I'm super excited about continuing to expand this community and to have more conversations with interesting people and exploring topics and、um, ideas with you, Amy,、mm-hmm. and, and with others behind the mic. It's been such an ex- impactful experience, and I can't believe、yes. three years has basically <laughs> flown by at this point. Basically. And it's 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 crazy to think that、um, you know, looking back, like how far we've come from that first conversation, and now, especially looking back at 2021, all the people that we've had the opportunity to talk with and to、um, open up our conversation with. So it's just been really exciting in that regard. Yeah, and it's also very exciting because. You know, I haven't seen Meg for the past two years, yeah, and it's just great to be able to sit down here with you to reflect on what have happened and go through some things and plan out some new things. I hope one of my hopes for twenty twenty two this year is that we finally get to see each other again. Yes, <laughs> that、hopefully. would be really awesome.、Um, you know, and so hopefully, hopefully things are trending in that direction in the world. And, and the stars us, align. Hopefully, the stars align or the sparks align. You know, the sparks align. <laughs> But yeah, so you know, something that Amy and I were talking about the other day is that. The new year, like January first, always sneaks up so fast. But then we were realizing, wait a minute, like Lunar New Year is always there to save the day when you feel like you're behind, you know. So、um, on that note, Lunar New Year is coming up, and when we were thinking about Lunar New Year, immediately the concept of home comes to mind, and. Amy, you and I were talking off the mic the other day about home and the concept of home, and we realized that the, 
the concept of home and its definition has changed for the both of us, especially over the course of the pandemic. And we really both came to the conclusion that we've each quote unquote landed in our own respective ways after being unsettled in the air for so long. Yeah, I know. For the first time, honestly, I haven't been home for over a year. I know it's not a huge number in comparison to a lot of other people, but it's a lot for me. And it's a year that I started realizing that I can no longer use uh, go going back home as an excuse to run away from a lot of things. If you're a good old listener for the Spark, you know that I have this tendency of running away. Into places, um, taking advantage of traveling as a way for me to get away with troubles, and for a very very long time, going back home is a way for it's a coping mechanism for me.、Uh, but given the concern of pandemics and a lot of just a lot of things, I、um, I decided to wait out, and it has it has taken a toll on me for sure because. Um, for the first time, I I there are small moments, little short moments that started reminding me of the fact that I need to face my life here in the New York City. New York City is no longer just a place where I work, where I have fun, but it's a place where I live. It's my I reside. When I type in. You know there are a lot of documents, and sometimes I write cover letters as well. I was, um, when I say I reside in New York City, I always thought it was a temporary thing. But this year, I had a realization where I really have to face it, and and it's okay because it's just that I'm establishing a life here, and I need to take the responsibilities. And one very interesting moment that I want to mention、uh, was, uh. You know the Rockefeller tree.、Um, that was a huge, huge thing that takes place every year around the Christmas time, where the trees in the Rockefeller Center will light up, and people will go and take pictures and all that.、Uh, for the past few years, I've never spent Christmas in New York, and、uh, when but I did see the tree before because they light it up prior to the beginning of Christmas. Whenever I went see it during the past few years, I. Treated as oh, because I'm leaving New York soon, so I'm I have to go see it. But this year, I I just don't have that rush anymore. Um, it's a tree; it's beautiful, and most importantly, it's there. Uh, it's gonna be there. I don't feel the urge of that. I have to go see it、uh, because it's a routine, and that scared me because. But it's a routine. It's a part of my life now, and if I can see it this year, I will be able to see it next year. I don't know if I elaborated well, but because my life is not a fleeing moment, because I'm gonna be here for the long haul, so I will always be able to go back. And it's like I don't go to the Forbidden City all the time because I know I will always be able to go back, and it's right there. So I think now New York is slowly becoming. That place for me, and I I'm learning to adjust.、Mm-hmm. I find that so interesting that story that you share about the Rockefeller、mm-hmm. tree because it's just it it's interesting when you have those moments where 
it's not that it's not exciting anymore. It's not that it's not like, it's not that the magic has faded away. It's almost like you feel like you are, you are like, you are a part of the same space as the Rockefeller tree now. Yeah. I'm slowly becoming the magician. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like it's, it's interesting, you know, like when it, the, it's not, I know exactly what you're trying to say. It's hard to articulate because it's not like, it's not like the novelty of it has worn away or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It's, it's more like you and the Rockefeller tree now are existing in one place together as two things that, uh, have a belonging in that place. Yeah. I feel reassured. It's, I, I see the tree as something that is going to return Mm -hmm. next year instead of something that is going to disappear after Christmas. I think that is a way, a good way to summarize it because before I only focusing on, oh, it's going to be gone soon. But now I focus on, oh, it's going to come back. So I think that is the mindset shift there. I mean, do you feel like in a sense like, do you feel like you would feel this way if the pandemic hadn't happened? You know, I, last time when we talked about it, I said no, but I think this time I said, I think I, I will still feel this way. It's just time. Mm-hmm. Um, as more, the more time that I spend in one place, I think it will inevitably happen that I will treat it as another home. Last time I said no, because pandemic did take a you know, take a toll on the everything and it did stop me physically from being at home. Mm-hmm. But it's it's an it's an inevitable it's a fact that I am living here. Um and I will be for it for quite some time. So I think that transition will still happen. It may, it may not happen now though. It might take place later, but I will. Mm-hmm. take place eventually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you how do you feel about about this landing for you like coming in for this landing and feeling like you're you're building and creating something in one place now like how does that feel for you I want to live I realize how hard it is to craft your life but it is also something that everyone is doing Mm -hmm. and I start having more appreciation to people who fights every day to in in order to create a life that they want and deserve and I slowly think not slowly and I, I I slowly regard myself as one of them as well and I want to be so I think it's a uh, it's kind of difficult because it's my first time creating. I have the rights and I have the urgency and I have the the power in a way to carve out a life that no one in my family is familiar with, and that is a significant amount of responsibility and power that I don't take lightly. I just don't want to waste any any moment, and I need to go towards a direction where I, I want to see myself to be. In. I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. Maybe not. But yeah. in short, it's just that um, it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. You know, I feel like for both of us, we've really 
since we since we started the spark we when we did start we were both in these in this place in life where we were constantly in motion and moving and traveling and having this very um not nomadic because I wouldn't say either of us were nomadic, but we were definitely in the throes of splitting our time between places and, um, like analyzing and introspectively looking at what does that mean for me and in different things like that. And it's, it's very interesting now because as we're talking and you're talking about these different moments where you've kind of settled now you're you're you've landed and for me mm-hmm. I've arrived at the same place but in a very different way like in the last year um almost a year ago now um my husband and I we built a house and it's it's strange to think that it's my home now and as a result like the place I used to call home like I always had a place like you know, I haven't lived at my parents' house since I left for college, but, and I've always had my own place per se, whether that's an apartment or that's renting some space on a house or different things like that. But now I have a home and I'm not paying rent anymore. Like it's my home and that solidifying that in the past year has really just like offered a distinguished, um, separation between the place I used to call home, which is my parents' house. And while it's still home, like where I grew up, it's Mm -hmm. not truly my home anymore. When I think about going home now, I think about coming to my house and that's a really new concept and a new feeling for me. And I consider it like one of those moments of landing for me that just Mm -hmm. happened in the past year. And not only that, there's been these little moments, like, especially, you know, we just wrapped up the holidays and, um, there are these little moments that happened during the holidays, you know, like going back to the place where I grew up, the place I used to call home and then returning to my home that have brought my awareness to these little moments of landing. And there is this moment where I came home after traveling from the holidays and I had my suitcase, I brought my suitcase back into the house and, um, I opened it up and I was going to, I was getting ready for bed. And while I was at my parents' house, I did a load of laundry. And, um, So I already had clean clothes. Like when I opened up my suitcase after coming home. So I went to put on my pajamas and, um, instantly I was like, I smelled something and it was something good. It smelled really good, but I was like, what is that smell? And I realized that for the first time in my entire life, I was smelling my parents detergent, which I've smelt my whole life. I just have never been able to smell it because I was so used to it all my life. So I wrote this little story that I would love to share about this moment of landing. Um, so here it goes. So tonight I slipped on my pajamas. They were tucked away in my suitcase. That's not yet unpacked from the trip. I took to my parents' house for Christmas. The moment they hugged my body, they brought themselves to my attention. 
The last time they'd been washed was in the washer I'd been using on my own between grades four and 12, with the exception of winter and summer breaks during college. When I was home for Christmas, I used the washer as if I had never left, poured the detergent in the pullout drawer, and left it running for 30 minutes on delicate. But tonight, for the first time, I smell what my clothes smelled like when I was younger, when I wasn't married and I didn't have a dog of my very own, and I wasn't sure how it was going to all turn out. When I was striving to be a woman with a successful career who marries the man of her dreams, has a house of her own, a yellow puppy, and travels the world when there's not a pandemic going on. And then one evening, you come home, ring on your finger after an evening out with your husband, walk through the door of your very own house, past your very own washer and dryer, where you're greeted by your dog that comes when you call. You slip into your pajamas and the most unfamiliar unfamiliarly familiar smell sobers you up and you remember that it all goes so fast. And that's my moment of landing. Like when it comes to this place that we've entered in to, you know, as two different people on two very different journeys, but it's, it's just an interesting, you know, one of our very first episodes was on identity And now that you've reached this place in your life and the concept of home has been reframed in your mind over the past two years, how do you feel that has affected your identity? I think I, I would like to think, or I believe that I become a person who has made peace with my identity. When we first started the spark, I was very passionate about factors that define who I am as a person and define other people who they are. Because traditionally speaking, we always believe that nationalities and their education backgrounds and where they grew up were the factors were in some scenarios, even the limiting factors that define who they are. But as we interview so many amazing guests, and as as I land in this space where I feel relatively at peace, I think that instead of focusing on what define us as who we are, I would like to also focus on what set us free, what really gives us the freedom and the creativity and the courage sometimes to do whatever we want outside of all of these factors, because I don't need a crisis to feel inspired. And in fact, quite opposite, I think strong people feel inspired by just the smallest things in life and are not afraid of expressing them. We interview business people, we interview people who set up their own gallery, people who have different kind of ventures going on. And sure, the reason why they started was because they have this passion maybe to define who they are. But that as, as things go on, I can't help but noticing a similarity that they all both have is that they're so resilient. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of the qualities that we all have, yeah. um, you know, these the, these qualities are similar, but it's because the different way that we carry things on, like because we have the same quality, but we are doing different things and then you become different individuals. Um, 
and I, I think I just, I, I don't try to set in internal wars anymore with myself. Mm. I mean, the world is already a vicious place and I would like to fight and I think I am ready or at least I am trying to. And I think we all are, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I think there is really no need for the internal struggle and, and I, I respect people who, um, try to be the winner for life instead of try to be the winner of just for themselves and mm-hmm. um and I, I i think i i'm not trying to contradict with the old idea that we put out there identity is still a very very important topic and i think everyone should sit down and think about it and but however it's not a it's not gonna be it shouldn't be and it should never be a reason to limit yourself but uh, these are the foundation that you will always have. And these are the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And these should be uh, the reasons why you can set yourself free because knowing who you are, it's the, it, it can set you free. And that's the foundation. And then you, the, the courage that you have from doing what you want to do result from that. And if we can help one more people, one more person to figure out who they are and their identity and like in the in-between space, if we can define it better and through our conversation, through our podcast, and that's great um, because it's a very interesting place to be in, but it's also our great pleasure to be able to focus on what comes after that we figure out who yeah. we are. Um, so in short, I think that I don't think about the identity thing that much anymore. I'm just who I am. And if you don't like who I am, or if you think who I am is not valid, then great, because you're never going to be me. So I love what you said, though. What I was hearing when you were saying all of that is almost the idea that a defined identity is a cage. Like, yeah, it's, I think you know, it's a very real thing. Um, when you're in the position that you're in, or like, for example, that my husband's in and like, or any of our guests too, like creating, chasing this dream and creating this life that you want to carve out for yourself, even if it means, um, moving away, like an ocean away from home or, you know, and all of that. But instead of searching for the meaning behind all of this, like, splitting yourself between two worlds or what if it just all of it just is and that is you and there is no I know that there are likely and I feel like this could be a much deeper conversation but likely some external forces and, and things like that and factors that can make things like identity of course very difficult but at the same time finding freedom and not allowing like I don't know we don't need definitions as people no that's yeah that's exactly what I feel because I was enraged by how people defined each other before because you know it's a very narrow definition your nationality where you grew up like I just mentioned Mm -hmm. that was why I started coming up with new definitions with where where is your education how did you grow up but mm-hmm. I don't want to turn this thing from a smaller cage to a larger cage because right. identity is like a label and it's 
we don't label ourselves. We label ourselves simply because other people want to label us because the yeah. world want to know who we are better. Sometimes not for the good reason. So I think that identity is also very different. I think I'm very comfortable with who I am right now. That's why I I can say it、uh, that I'm rethinking about identity as a whole concept.、Mm-hmm. Um, again, still important, but it's a But does it have to be defined? Do I have to make defining myself as the the final war that we have to fight? Yeah,、um, maybe not. But hey, like it's a learning process, and it's 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 good to to think about these kind of thing periodically. I really、um, am excited to further explore that with you because I think yeah, there's there's a lot there for sure. And you know when people say that.、Um, On brand, like it's not very on brand for me to do something. It's not very on brand for me to do、oh, this or that. Yeah, and that is because what you're doing right now it's contradicted with the the setting, the persona that you put out there before.、Mm-hmm. And I don't think it ever needs an explanations. You know,、no. we are we are just people, and we can change. And that's we don't need to explain to other people.、Mm-hmm. Um, But we value ideas, and we value the in between space because that's where ideas were created,、mm-hmm. or at least we believe the majority of uh, uh, that's how our conversation, our podcast was created in the first place.、Mm-hmm. So that's what we value.、Mm-hmm. And I also realize you don't have to have a clear answer before you do something that can objectively define who you are. Because when they did the thing, they didn't know that's going to define them. So、mm-hmm. it's. You know, it's it's very interesting thing to talk about, or to just evolve a topic that can evolve in itself as we as we interview more people, as our community grow larger. You know, I think it's it should always be mentioned because、mm-hmm. it's an important topic. But how 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 our viewpoints have shifted and or have evolved,、mm-hmm. um, it would be very very interesting to to put on there as a background noise. You know.、Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Stay tuned for that for sure. And yeah, you know, over the past year, our conversations with our guests on the Spark have had a common thread of sharing stories from a life lived in between cultures, countries, and homes. And if you're just joining us and you're hearing us talk about that in between space, like Amy said, like that's the place where our journeys intersected. You know, so we talk about that space a lot because it's it's not. This or that—it's not where you came from or I came from, or it's—it's it's that meeting in the middle, in the sense that、um, both things are existing at once, and identity ties into that a lot. You know, like that clashing of two different worlds, of two、yeah. different cultures, two different countries, two different homes. You know, but、um, the guests that we've had on in the past year—all their stories have been centered around chasing dreams and. Well, honoring where you come from, and、um, you said something the other day, Amy, that was so beautifully put. You said it's a one-way ticket that we have for this journey called life, and、mm-hmm. I just loved that when you said that because there's no turning around, there's no going back. Like we are、mm-hmm. charting our stories at every single moment. So I just wanted to talk about that, like where that. Where that comes from for you, and yeah, I think it's just so beautifully put. Uh, 
it came from a place where it wasn't that romantic. Because <laughs>、uh, there's literally no way to change what have happened in the past,、mm-hmm. so that's the metaphor come from.、Uh, I was like, wow, it's what you did. You did what you did.、Um, it's a one way ticket. <laughs> that's、mm-hmm. what that's what happened. But then、uh, let it let us sink in, and then let it ruminate for quite a while. I just I feel you know it's a short short life and. We a lot of things have happened in the past year in our lives privately.、Mm-hmm. Um, that also just made me think, wow, you know, you got to do something that you want to do. You got to talk to people who you want to talk to、mm-hmm. when you can.、Mm-hmm. And it it's such a fortunate thing that we are able to talk to each other at the same time to share our thoughts with each other. During all these very fast passing moment, passing moments, yeah, the other person's willing to spend some time with you and share their ideas. We're just strangers trying to, you know, just strangers walking on this earth, and then life made us meet. And then,、uh, if if it wasn't for the dinner on a Chinese dinner table on a Chinese、um, dinner where you went to,、mm-hmm. literally, I don't even remember the restaurants. Me either. <laughs> we would never, we would never meet, and even so, we did at some point. If it's not the context where we were introduced to each other, maybe we wouldn't be this close. Right. You know, we probably wouldn't be friends. I mean, the only reason why we were friends because is because there was we were put in a specific situation where I have to lay out foundations, where I have to explain to make what was going on,、mm-hmm. and that was why we became friends, and. Um, and then, so the same thing went on for you know the messages that we sent out the coco. So we 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 had initiated as a spark, and all of that it all came from a point where I feel like if I don't do it now, I probably will never do it. So I might well just do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when you said that too, and it really got me thinking about how all of our journeys, like how our journey originally intersected. Which is why we're here today. And then I was thinking about because of that, our journeys intersected with other incredible people over the past、yeah. year. And I just want to、like、give a shout out to all the different people that have shared their stories on the Spark and been so open and joined the conversation, including Rachel and Hao Cheng and Ariel and J.K. and Shuhei, Palayo, Diana, Jenny, even our own mothers. And then.、Yes. Of course, Dr. Wednesday Martin, and I think when we set out to do this, we wanted to build a community. And looking back on all of our past conversations, I'm really proud of how we've done that. Yeah, all of these amazing people—the fact that they were willing to share their stories on the Spark with our,、uh, you know, with our. People with people who follow this podcast, who follow our conversation, and you know some other friends of ours, we were we can't say thank you enough, and we were inspired constantly by these conversations, and it's an amazing community that we've built, and you certainly are the reason why we are doing well part well part of the huge reason why we are doing what we are doing today. By the end of last year, twenty twenty one, I was in LA for a little bit, and while I was in LA,、uh, 
Dr. Wednesday Martin so nicely invited me to her house. Uh, Meg unfortunately couldn't make it, but um, Dr. Martin really sincerely asked me to say hi to Meg and to to say thank you to to everything that she has done to the spark. And of course, for me, I was. I was amazed by how open and how nice she was. We had like a super long conversation and we talked about, I, I formally introduced myself again as, um, you know, both a creator and someone who is working in an international organization. And we shared our life in New York. We shared our similar and also completely different experience living in the city and navigating our professions. And she you know, she's working on her writings and um, and we just had a wonderful conversation. And that just made me think, what can we do as individuals to lift other individuals up? Mm-hmm. The Spark was a community that we aim to, pr- we, we, produ- we created firstly, because I and Mike have questions that need to be answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we wanted other people to join the conversations because we believe that the in-between space, the the ideas can be shared and can inspire a lot of people. And then we try to expand this community. But while we were doing, while we were creating Spark, it's our mission is to lift other people up as well, to let their stories to be heard and let their creations to be appreciated by a larger crowd by using the spark as a you know like a like a platform a community a uh, a place for them to to know more people so it's our main idea to help people and to 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 do good and then I think about the fact that I was invited to Dr. Merton's house and I just you know for all these time we were talking about w- women women lifting each other up yeah and I've never experienced another moment like not only with Dr. Martin, but also with every guest like Diana, you know, Jenny, mm-hmm. when you see my DM and you replied, I was seen, I was appreciated. I, have, I always appreciated their work. But Mm -hmm. when they take a moment to see my message and reply and give me a moment to to talk with them, that was the most empowering thing that they could do to me and the spark. So Mm -hmm. I, it just takes a moment like that for me to feel, okay, we, we are doing the right thing and I, and I'm, I can keep going. So Really, that was such an empowering moment, and 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 it's larger than any women empowerment activities that I have personally engaged on. And I know too, like I just kept talking to myself that if one day I received a similar DM in my inbox, um, I would in my best capacity because i know when you're really popular that's also why uh, i was i really appreciate dr martin and like a lot of the creators that we interviewed but i know like hopefully one day when we are really big and when when we see an inbox a message in our inbox i will try my best to reply as best as i can 
because that's something that can really empower the other individual. So that was a very inspiring moment by the end of last year, honestly. I know. I when you told me that, I was like, wow, like this is, you know, this is what we're building here. And the fact too is that not only do people respond when we ask them to be a part of the conversation or you know, but they also come on, they join the conversation and all of our guests have been so vulnerable and so open and sharing things that like very personal stories and very personal struggles and very personal, um, antidotes of their own life and putting it out there in the hopes that, you know, maybe it'll help somebody else, you know, like, yeah resonate, resonate. And the other thing is too, you know, the space that we're constantly exploring of, you know, living a life in between cultures and countries and worlds Mm -hmm. and homes and all of that. Sometimes that place can be really lonely. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just been amazing to be able to create such a vibrant community of people who are able to share their stories. And I don't know if there's somebody out there who we've never even met. We don't even mm-hmm. know they exist out there, but they're out there and maybe they're listening right now. And, or they listen to one of the episodes that we had with some of our amazing guests. And if there was a moment where they felt less alone, then I think if, even if it's just one person, we've done our job mm-hmm. as far as Absolutely. what we want to do with this space. And mm-hmm. So if you are out there and you're listening and you want to actually join in on the conversation, please reach out to us because we would love, that's the goal here. Like Amy and I, as you all know, like we can talk for hours and we love it. (laughs) You know, like that's how everything started. We literally talked for hours when we first met, but we, the whole point of, of pursuing this podcast and opening up the conversation on the spark is because we want to also talk with you and hear your story and maybe even have you on the show, you know? So yeah, reach out to us always. Um, and don't be shy too. We really want to create, like, we really hope that we create a very comfortable and inviting place that ultimately results in a community as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, on that note too, I think we're always exploring, like what it means to be the spark. And Mm -hmm. the other day we were talking and I think that we finally figured it out. You know, we've always talked about like, yeah, for now it can, it's always evolving. Like even the sparks identity evolves. So, um, yeah. So I think though we were talking and, and all the ways that we've talked about the spark, like what it means for us, you know, as two individuals and how we describe that moment that we met, like, you know, Amy said earlier that she had to help me understand the truth of the matter is, is Amy chose to help me understand. She could have told like True. I said before, like you could have just left me like, you know, bye. I was like, bored too. Without. Yeah, there you go. So, but Amy chose that. And, you know, I was thinking about that because it's not only that moment, it's a multitude of different moments, not only that we've experienced, but our guests have experienced and that, you know, we've, we've pursued our guests as the spark too. Like we've, uh, the conversations that we've had on here wouldn't have happened if we didn't choose to be the spark. So what exactly does the spark mean? And I think that truly to put it in layman terms, 
it, to be the spark is to be the interruption. And, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about that and thinking about, you know, that's so ironic because this community is built on conversations and conversations and interrupting usually don't go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think what we mean by being the interruption is to interrupt your own patterns and your own habits, you know, your shyness to say hi, to make a new friend or to break the ice or your timidness to let go of control. Uh, that's a big one for me. Yeah. And I like the fact that we are constantly discovering and we are not afraid of sharing what it means to be the spark. And we are constantly perfecting the meaning behind what we created in the first place, because that's a growth that we try to demonstrate here. And that is a constant spark. We are constantly trying to um, rephrase it to make it closer to the current stages of our lives and our and our guest life and our listeners' life. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm sure there will be a lot of interruptions this year that is coming up and, you know, very, very excited. Yeah, good interruptions, you know. And, you know, this year we want to challenge our listeners to be the interruption, however that looks for you. It doesn't have to be a grandiose gesture. It can be very small. It can just be the spark in their life. The spark is sporadic. I don't believe in resolution either. I am very, very excited to continue this podcast with you. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love for you to join in on the conversation. If you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at spark underscore podcast and Facebook at the Spark Podcast with Meg and Amy, or send us an email at hellosparkpodcast at gmail.com. And wherever you may be listening from, we hope you have the courage to be the spark.